beautiful people. Quick question. Have you ever thought to yourself, I've been passed up for a promotion, but I don't understand why? Or I want a change in my career, but where do I even begin? We know we're not the only ones that have had these questions, and that's why we started this podcast. It's called Gems for the Journey, and we hope that as you listen, you can discover some gems for your career journey. I'm Leah Murphy, and in my life, I wear many hats. I'll tell you about just three of them. I am an engineer by trade, a career coach and entrepreneur, all while working hard to stay happily married and raise three beautiful children. Ooh, that sounds like a lot of work, Leah. <laughs> my name is... <laughs> My name is Alma Gordon. I'm a brand marketer, entrepreneur, and serial passion pursuer with a business approach to my endeavors, but always with a creative spin. And we're two really great friends that have supported one another throughout our entire professional careers. I mean, we've been through it all, and we're here to share some authentic stories that include key successes and setbacks. You're not going to want to miss this. One quick disclaimer. This episode was recorded during quarantine due to COVID-19, so there is some life happening in the background. We hope you'll rock with us anyway. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is called, Even During COVID-19, I Still Hate My Job. We can even <laughs> put in parentheses. We can even put in parentheses. Wait, should I just be grateful? Uh, so I think we are excited to talk about new ways to look at this very unfortunate and very real global pandemic that uh, many of us are feeling either directly uh, or through friends, family members that have also been directly affected. So, you know, before we even jump in, we just want to extend our thoughts, our prayers and support to Anyone ha that has been affected by COVID-19 in any way, uh, whether through illness or the unfortunate passing of anyone that they know. And of course, if it has affected you with your career, your employment, um, and financially as well. There's Go so ahead. many layers yeah. to it. I was going to just mention, there's just so many layers to it. It's such a complicated thing. So we wanted to talk about it just to take a point of view that could be helpful. Um, obviously, none of this is perfect. And none of us have experienced anything like this before. But as Ama and I thought about what we could share that would be relevant and, and impactful to people, we thought that this episode would could be helpful just as a framing exercise. So you guys let us know what you think. Yeah, and I mean, I'm a firm believer that even through very trying times with a slight change in perspective, it really does allow some really positive things to happen, uh, a silver lining to emerge. We do know, and we have heard you when we've had many discussions and even through some of your emails that you've sent us, there are some of you out there that still hate your job. And I think it's fair for us to discuss this, even during COVID-19, because even Leah and I were having a conversation around, you know, is there a sense of guilt that's there? You know, uh, where you're still unhappy, but it, you kind of go back to the good old fashioned saying, maybe that your parents used to say of, well, you should, you should be grateful. There's a lot of people that have been laid off. There's a lot of people that are filing for unemployment. Okay, you hate your job, but you need to be grateful that you even have one. You better keep that good job. You better be grateful. So that sometimes exactly. it's tough. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and we're so we're not going to dive into the be grateful part, right? Yeah. Uh, because you can hear that from the elders. <laughs> we're going to dive into <laughs> the fact that you still hate it and uh, talk about some, some key things that might help change your perspective and some key takeaways at the end of the episode that uh, you could take action with to better prepare you as we go, we come through this because we're all going through it and we all will make it through it. And there's no reason why you can't come through it with some, some key things to take away to help better position yourself for the role that you really want. So Leah, let's start with the hate. Yeah, right? so like, if someone is hating their job, <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you say to them? It's, I'm laughing because hate is such a strong word. And it's like, wow, let's talk about the hate. Like what's driving that hate? Did you, did you, for example, potentially have like a really long commute and that was just miserable and it was causing you to really be frustrated about everything that was related to your job and the commute was what was really driving it. And now COVID might've solved some of that. Or is it that your manager when you were in the office was kind of just like out of pocket, um, not very useful and representing your work as their own? So that was the hate. I think regardless of like the, the like total source of it, I think thinking about what was causing you all the frustration about your job now, you've had a lot of time to reflect and kind of crystallize. Like what about it was bothering me before and do those things all carry over while people are working remotely or dealing with skeleton crews going into the office? Or even potentially some people who are essential workers are still going to work every single day. Um, so nothing has changed uh, as far as their interaction with their um, coworkers or how frequently they're going there. But certainly it's changed the feeling of, man, I'm, I'm seeing the world from a whole different point of view. So if you unpack the hate and you are clear on what it is and what could potentially be driving your frustration, I think that's just helpful um, to ask yourself the question about what's bothering you. But it could be all the you know, normal things, which is I'm not growing. You know, I don't enjoy the work. I'm not um, feeling like there's opportunity for me to advance. Or it could just be. Yeah. And, and, and Leah, people could be looking at it from the opposite perspective. So now that there is no commute, now that they're not in the office and have to deal with some of the distractions that come along with the challenges with a boss or meetings and things like that, it's almost shining a brighter light and using a magnifying glass on the true reasons why you do not feel like this current role is a good fit for you because you have nothing else to do but your job, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's true. It does. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm really seeing this. Nope. I was, I was, I was right. This is not it. So, nope. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> yep. Yep. No Before, change like, there. Mm, nah, yeah. No. And now, now I can't even get in the car. I can't even get in the subway. I can't even get on public transportation and have a friendly conversation on the way. Nope. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, hate, I mean, when you hate your job, like Leah said, that's a really strong, use of words and we want to help you change your perspective on that and what are some different ways that you can think about it so that uh the hate turns into more of a opportunity to prepare you for the next stage and to to change the environment that you're currently in yeah so where do we start Leah? where do we start Get so, us started. um first our first point is being selected to stay 
as a part of a skeleton crew, as a part of a, you know, modified work arrangement in order to um, keep the business afloat for a window of time, that process, that selection process, um, normally it's happening under circumstances where it's very specific to who absolutely needs to be there, who are the people that are um, essential to the operation of this business, not an essential worker, but um, in the sense of healthcare, but essential to operate our business. And if you're, and doesn't that say a lot though? Like, it does. Say a lot because if your name if is you on have the been list, selected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you have been selected as one of the few, that says a lot about the value that you bring to 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 your company. I mean, wouldn't you say that? Yeah, I say if your name made the list, it's because someone explicitly put your name there, which is a good thing. Um, because that means they know who you are, they understand your work ethic, you've delivered a consistent work quality that gives them the confidence that in a global pandemic, completely different working arrangement, that they can still count on you and rely on you to be a strong contributor to the organization, and that they're willing to continue to invest in you from a compensation standpoint and a benefit standpoint, that it's still all the right investment to continue to make. I know there's some circumstances where it's um, that's really fluid and people have had a slight change in the way that they work, but still the fact that they're confident that you can work from home or that you can work a different type of schedule and someone else couldn't do all those same things, but you could, that's a phenomenal um, representation of the work that you've done and the way that you've been able to have an impact in your organization and the individuals who lead have seen that and taken note. Because there's no there's no A team and B team during global pandemics, right? Like there's no, you know, the the bench warmers, the practice players. They need the stars on the court, right? They need the stars on the field because finances are low, uh, resources are limited. So if we are going to continue to invest, we're only investing in the A team. So you know, if, if you're one of those that uh, are still on, you know, been selected to stay on board, I mean, firstly, let's acknowledge and kudos to you for being a part of that star A team. You know, get, let's, let's give you a round of applause. <laughs> that's like, that's <laughs> <last real. laughs> no, congratulations. Congratulations, because that says a lot. Uh, and when you think about how you can leverage the value that you are able to provide to the company, I mean, the opportunity really starts to expand. I mean, and uh, these conversations can go a little differently depending on the company, but be sure that there was a little bit of a list that was created, uh, or if there was a mandate that was created and they went down through the list of employees and you needed to sort of fit within that criteria, something was created to help determine who stays and who goes other than just salary numbers, right? And if they've had this conversation with you and they said, hey, you know, we, you know, you know, you might've already known that we've decided to furlough a group of people, we've decided to lay off some people, but we'd like you to stay on. Typically that conversation includes the why they've asked you to stay on. And let's say hypothetically speaking, they, you weren't given a why know that there is a why and you still have the freedom to probe and ask. So if you weren't given the reason why they selected you to be one of the few to take part in this skeleton crew, this, this, this all-star A team to stay on board, feel free to ask why and create this little list 
start to begin to package up these things about yourself that can help get you through this. So I think what I'm going to really touch on is the skeleton crew also now people are working in a way that is more agile and more nimble um, because there's just less layers. There might be less bureaucracy. There might be some processes that have gotten um, to be a little bit less rigid because you're working in this new modular or agile environment. So it's giving you some new access also. So you're talking to people on um, other teams that before it might've been two other um, matrix people that have would have gotten touched before they got to you. And maybe you had a meeting of 10 people to make a decision. Now there's like three of you guys on the phone during a brainstorming session. And you guys are really just churning out the work because now, you know, hours are limited or times for conference calls are a challenge. So now you're getting access to, you know, maybe the VP of your team, maybe you're an executive admin, maybe the creative director is coming to you specifically to just say, hey, let's, you know, I need to hash out this finance thing. Can we just do it in the next 45 minutes? That access is really golden. So those are people who, you know, might have known you indirectly before you guys pass one another in the hallway. Now you have a new group of people who can really speak to your work. Um, and those new group of people are also seeing you firsthand. So they're not hearing your thoughts or ideas or your results through a filter. So how do you just make sure you sustain those relationships and you um, sustain the relationships is the first thing, but how do you make sure that these new people that are getting access to you are also bought in and on your team? Like, man, this was fantastic. I was working with Michelle for the last nine weeks during the pandemic and Michelle has knocked it out of the park every single time we get on a call. She's prepped, she's well-informed, she's come with innovative ideas. Her results are consistent. You know, sometimes I get her work off hours. She sends me things at 9 p.m. and I know that she has small children. So we're okay with that because the, the product is so good. So um, how do you take that opportunity to develop those um, other people who are driving the narrative for you? That could be potential sponsors or potential mentors, or just you know a great representation of your work on teams um, or with audiences that would not have gotten that representation before. Yeah, and I mean, another point, right, is now you have access to a new set of people and to Leah's point, and you may have more of a direct line of communication, but I could probably almost bet my last $5 that your responsibilities have also probably expanded, right? So along with this access to more people, you now have more responsibilities. And what that also means is now you have the opportunity to gain some new experience, right? So if your role was limited to one specific area, so maybe you worked on you know, one particular, uh, I, I'm in marketing, so maybe you focus on one brand, but maybe they scrapped the whole team of a smaller brand. So now you're overseeing the business growth and sustainability of two brands that might have nothing to do with each other. But now you have this wider and broader experience in a, a, a much larger category that you can now speak to. Or maybe you know they took away your admin, so now you're doing some of the budgeting and accounting, which maybe you hadn't done previously. So now you have you know, a, a broader range of experience with this larger set of experiences uh, and sorry, um, responsibilities that you now have taken on. So when you're thinking about how, again, to, and we're gonna say this a few times throughout the episode, when you're thinking about how you can package yourself up and look at this from a different perspective 
in terms of what the next opportunity could be. Now you have access to more people. You have the list that you would have been either told when they told you you were staying as part of the skeleton crew or you reached out to ensure that you received that information. And now you have broader set of experiences, right? Uh, these are three things that you can now start to put together to package yourself up. And hopefully your perspective can start to change about yourself, about the opportunity, and how instead of you feeling like you're in a job that you hate and you're sort of stuck, the wheels can start to change to help you get unstuck. And I think the part that you mentioned around packaging, packaging also allows you to self-promote. Um, if you're clear on what the last nine weeks, four months, however long this new um, work environment or um, setup is in place, if you're clear on what you were able to take away or what you were able to deliver or experience or all the things that you're saying may have been frustration points before, but now you can package them up as development opportunities, growth, building new relationships, keeping the lights on on one business while growing another potentially. Um, there's really an opportunity for a lot of self-promotion in that. And I think that's something that we don't really do a good job of typically is being really clear on our self-promotion opportunities or our key points of differentiation. So some of that is mindset. So I'm just said like your perspective on yourself changes. And as that changes, the way you communicate about yourself and the way you communicate about your work also has the opportunity to change. So we just want, we want to encourage you guys to think about that in a really um, intentional way. How am I speaking about myself and how am I able to convey what my capabilities are to new audiences because the the world will change. The world has already changed and your world at work will continue to change. So new conversations are definitely on the horizon. So be ready for those new conversations and when people um, come to you or when you're having your performance conversations, be ready and you know well positioned to knock those dialogues out of the park. Yeah, and hopefully after you've had the opportunity to think about you know, all the things that we talked about today, your, your perspective will start to shift because instead of thinking of the fact that you, know, you were one of the few that uh, you know, had to stay on, you hate this job, you almost wish that you were laid off because you know, right now unemployment is giving extra money and you know, whatever the case may be, right? You can change your perspective and think about it as, an investment in yourself now, despite the circumstances of a global pandemic, right? And you can package up what you have and you know that you've demonstrated some of that value because you have that list that was communicated for why you were selected to stay on the team and you've expanded your network. You, you now have access to individuals and influential uh, employees within the company, and your role has expanded in terms of responsibilities. That's a lot. That's a lot to be thankful for. That's a lot to be able to package up, to be able to promote about yourself and communicate. And when we get through this, because we all will get through this, definitely, you now, you now have this wonderful toolkit to be able to bring with you, uh, which now better positions yourself for the next role, the next environment, and the next position that you really want. 
So we've been focused on survival, um, which makes sense, right? Everybody's focused on survival for their own mental and physical health, um, as well as for their career opportunity as a third priority, potentially coming after your own mental and physical health of um, yourself and your loved ones. But that will end, right? There will be a time where we emerge into a whole new environment. And if you use this opportunity to prep yourself or consistently um, be preparing for those conversations for packaging your skills and promoting yourself, this could be a catalyst for something that you didn't even recognize. Um, none of us could have predicted. So how can we all, how can we all go away from COVID-19 looking back on it as um, all the things that we know are the reality, but also the things that we took the opportunity to build and leverage as a result of this time. So I think for the people who are listening today, we would like to be so, so clear to tell you guys that there's always winners that come out of each situation. There's always a change. There's always someone who benefits from complicated situations, no matter how um, broad they are. So we would love for you to be someone who comes out of this situation um, as a winner, as someone who's potentially grown from the investment they've made in themselves and also been able to position not just their next move, but even two moves from now to say that, you know, this time that was spent allowed me to be better in a number of different ways, the three that Ama kind of called out for us. So we'd love to hear more about your thoughts and, um, you know, hit us up if COVID-19 time has allowed you to think about, send us an email, has allowed you to think about your positioning and uh, set yourself up for your next phase of health and wellness. Hope you found some really great value in this and, uh, and potentially a shift in perspective. So thank you all. Career opportunity, an entrepreneurship opportunity, a new opportunity to collaborate with teams that you might not have collaborated with. Tell us what those things are that have kind of been birthed as a result um, of this. And we'd love to hear your stories, you know, short-term and long-term of the positive impact for your career. Thanks for listening. All right, good people. Till next time. Thank you for listening. We hope this episode gave you some true gems that you can use on your own career journey. Come back for the next episode and be sure to follow us on social at Gems for the Journey on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can also email us at gemsforthejourney at gmail.com. That's G-E-M-S-F-O-R-T-H-E-J-O-U-R-N-E-Y at gmail.com with any questions or comments you might have.